welcome to Wide World of Fan Fiction. Hello, hello. Oh, that's a much better audio level. <laughs> Where fan fiction is treated as the high art form and purest form of literature. That it is. And uh, there was no episode last week because, well, um, I realized I hated the February scripts, but now I worked it out. I, I got my stuff together. So, for all four of you, <laughs> hey, it could be five if, we, if I do one more episode of this, and, and it is, where was I? Hold on, I wrote a script. You know what? Who needs an official script or outline? <laughs> Me, apparently, because, because January is National Novel Writing Month, and we are currently in the books section of fanfiction.net, which is actually the pretty solid section of fanfiction.net. We haven't had too much, uh, have too many, what, WTF moments. Well, there were a few, but they, they're grammatically and structurally pretty sound. I'll, I'll say that. That's a good way to describe. Listen to the Gone with Listen to the Gone with the Wind is something something the sci-fi Gone with the Wind when I can't remember I just redid an entire month's worth of scripts. You're welcome. <laughs> I had to read the stories too. Today's story is All the Things I Could Have Done by Miraculous Mess. And it is based on the Great Gatsby, which I'm sure Someone read in high school. I didn't. I I I went to pubic school. We could only read so many books. <laughs> There's a movie. Y'all say that movie. The movie is always better than the book. And I'll be fine. Good luck. Don't get pregnant or join a gang. <laughs> If you if you've been stalking me and know where I live, I think you just figured out which high school I went to. <laughs> In the all the things I could have done as a courageous Nick AU alternate universe, where Nick admits his feelings for Gatsby early on, this leads to a very interesting relationship. The two as the two figure each other out, and yes, it is gay. <laughs> On purpose, it's not the one where I didn't mix up the yaoi and the short. The word short was in the title, I think that's what. I've been using my brain too much lately. <laughs> Let's see, there are. Oh, there's only one chapter, so this won't be too long. So maybe, hopefully, we can really dissect something, or I can go off on some completely random tangents, which I've never... Hey, did you know that In the Heart of the Sea, the book based on the tragic... <laughs> Great book, fun for the whole family. I'm going to get one for my, for my imaginary nephew. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> If you got that joke. <laughs> and it is a one one shot, one chapter, and I, let's just jump right into the story and not talk about reasons to not go on a cruise. <laughs> See, I never go on tangents. Nick's POV. 
Watching him with my cousin was absolutely sickening. I thought I could learn to be happy for them, but I just couldn't. I didn't understand how he didn't know that I loved him. I helped him, would do whatever he asked, and I got nothing in return besides the pain of watching him dance around with Daisy. Daisy, she was just as mad. I knew from day one she wouldn't leave Tom, and I thought that surely Gatsby would see this, but if he did, he never acted on it. It was the middle of summer, not quite the hottest day of the year, but probably close, the day I lost it. I was over at the Gatsby mansion. It was where I had found myself spending most of my time. Now, anyway, when Gatsby insisted on showing me something, I didn't think much of it. Probably another money money waster to get Daisy back. That was the day he pulled out the ring and showed it to me. I'm going to ask her to marry me, old sport, he claimed. As soon as she gets rid of Tom, it's going to be just me and her. Maybe I should have kept myself together. Maybe I sh shouldn't have yelled at him that day. But contrary to what Gatsby thinks, you can't change a thing. You want to marry Daisy. Well, good luck with that. You got just as much chance as Jordan does of that. She's that old money brand and her hair is worth more than your car. If you can't see that, then you're not going to make it very far. What are you saying, old sport? he asked. Gerald still relatively calm compared to me. I stood up and went to leave. I'm done being your side piece, and when you're done being hers, you can see me, but until then, I don't want to. Old sport! <laughs> he called me. Old sports. Very 1920s. No, I'm done. Do you even know my name? It's Nick. I've been in love with you since day one, and you don't even know my name. <laughs> what? He's just calling him old sport. I annoyed too. Maybe he was too shocked to move, or maybe I had just finally scared him off, but I didn't care anymore. He wasn't my problem, and I was done taking care. If Daisy broke him, I didn't care. I was not going to accept him back in my life, no matter how much he begged. I was going to focus on my career instead of my love life. Yeah, that lasted for a week. <laughs> That lasted for a week. I wasn't good in the stock market and often found myself writing short stories, all of which the characters are based too much on everyone I knew in New York. Much like the novel The Great Gatsby, <laughs> that same week, I had a knock on my door. I assumed it was Jordan when I told her I was a homosexual. She said she also was. <laughs> this led us to a close bond and going out for lunch at least once a week. And skipping a scene that the writer felt too lazy to write. Uh, you can tell when someone was just too lazy to write something and wanted to move the plot forward. Like, pff, moving along! <laughs> like we were going out today. And that should have been my hint not to open the door. But when I did open the door, I found a very... Well, I don't quite know the word. Disheveled Jay. I didn't move out of the doorway, but he pushed his way in. I told you I didn't want to see you. I spit bitterly. I, I know. He paused and took out the ring. He threw it out the door and then I saw it open. I'm done. I. He's rich. I didn't know if I wanted to know and I should have turned him away, but instead I shut the door and offered him a drink. He said he didn't want anything and I requested him to sit. There was still time. I could change my mind and shove him out the door and I couldn't. I was still hopelessly in love with the man in front of me that I couldn't, that I could, 
that I couldn't. What happened? I asked tentatively. She was never going to marry me, Jay said. I rolled my eyes. I could have told him that. So why did you come here? Because you're the only person. <laughs> was he just calling him old sport while they were having cases? Old sport. Was old sport the pitcher of the catcher? Well, sport, he could have been either one. Minor plot hole there. No, I'm going, I'm not doing this again. I'm not some puppet. No, that's not what I want, old Nick. I stopped at my name. It was honestly the last thing I expected to hear. Then what do you want, I asked, my voice still gritty but not as loud. Jay stopped. As he, uh, did he seriously show up without knowing what he wanted? You, he finally said. Us, I want to see what happens. Why should I believe you? Every other sentence has been a lie. I doubt your name is even Jay, I screamed. James, James Gatz, he admitted. How, how could I fall for such a manipulative? <laughs> Wait, you use a nickname for your name? You manipulate! <laughs> Continuing on. <laughs> I am not, he claimed. No, I know maybe three accurate things about you, and all you do is get whatever you want. You have an alter alternative motive under everything you do, and that includes you claiming to want me now. Get out of my house and out of my life. I pointed to the door. I was shocked when he got up and left without further argument. Life continued on similar to when I first moved to New York. I hardly knew my mysterious neighbor, and rambunctious parties were thrown every night. I didn't want to go, and I didn't want to see him, but large parties are private, I suppose. I wanted to get drunk. I didn't want to feel anything for a while. I didn't know who I was or where I was, and that was a magical feeling. What's a handsome guy like you doing all alone? Someone came up behind me. Forgetting, I said simply. I turned around to see as he had a mask on. This isn't a masquerade, you know. Yes, but it keeps me hidden, and right now I want to hide, the mysterious man said. I should have dropped my conversation with the stranger, but curiosity edged me egged, edged me on. So you want you only so you won't even tell me who you are? I'm your type, he said. Did I truly care if he was a massive flirt? No. It would be easier to forget in the morning. Among the crowd, he kissed me. If I was sober, I would have been suspicious of the fact that he, he was homosexual and how he knew that I was. <laughs> He's just psychic. His lips were soft and made me feel like I was floating. We can continue this in another room, the van offered. Can I at least see your face, I asked. You wouldn't like me if you did. Nonsense, you're a mighty fine kisser. It'd be hard to mess that up, I smirked. Don't say I didn't warn you, the man said, lifting his mask, revealing that he was, in fact, Jay Gatsby. No, that wasn't his name. It was James Gatz and his whole ultrig. <laughs> of course, I rolled my eyes and swarmed out of the party. Nick, please, he called after me. I ran. Well, I tried to run to my house. It wasn't, e it wasn't easy to run drunk. Oh, God. I shut myself inside and, and slide down my back against the door. He banged on my door a few times. I wanted to open it and believe him when he said he wanted to make it work. I wanted it so bad, but instead I sat there and let tears stain my cheeks until he left. The night was counterproductive, and he did not help 
You forget about James at all. If anything, he only plagued my mind more. The next day when I was heading out, I found him still on my porch. Nick, he smiled. The stup that stupid smile that could have any that could have anyone entranced. I tried to just walk past him, but he was letting me he but he was letting me get away and he <laughs> But he was letting me get away and he grabbed <laughs> Nick, could you just talk to me? James almost sounded like he was begging. Give one good reason to, I demanded, because you know my name and I know yours, because we kissed last night and I know you felt the same sparks that I did, because I thought I loved Daisy, but I never did. I stopped and I hated my stupid heart could make me like, I hated my stupid heart could make me like this. Talk, I spit. Nick, you have to understand that I want this. I know you can't see it because I only used to see her, but I see you now. You're not just some side piece. You're my friend and I need you. A friend doesn't need someone the way I need you now. A friend doesn't look at you the way I do. The friends don't kiss each other the way we did last night. We are so much more, Nick, and you saw it once. I need you to see it again. He had me. He had me wrapped around his finger. He knew it, too. He knew there was no way I could stop him. Stop this. When he stepped closer, I didn't stop him. When he kissed me again, I didn't stop. I kissed him back, only encouraging the reckless behavior. Tell me something true, I requested. I was on your porch all night waiting for you. I hate you, you know that. You got me trapped so easily I didn't even have time to move on, I groaned. James smiled at the same smile that first made me fall in love. I have to go, I told him. I'll be back, though. I thought about it. I could go back and tell him I had second thoughts. I could just run away and not go back at all. I could go back and ignore him. And yet I didn't even go back to my place before I went to his place. He was waiting there for me. He looked anxious, like that day he decorated my, ho my house as a flower shop. You came? He asked it like a question, although I was clearly here. Very clearly here. I did say I would. There was a moment of silence in the mansion that never felt so big to me, but now here I was, and it was just me and him. What do you think about quitting your job? He asked me. My eyes widened. I, I need to work. That's why I pay for my house, my food, my clothes. I would have gone on if he didn't stop me. I can provide anything you need. I am more than money. Do you want a new car? We can get one now. It could be any model you want. It was my turn to cut him off. You can't buy me. I know Daisy loved all your things, but I don't. I just... I hesitated. I didn't want to say it, but maybe it would convince him. I, I just love you. You don't love me. You love Jay Gatsby, James. Then show me, James. Show me who you are, and I'll love you just the same. What if you don't, he asked. I stepped close to him. It's a risk I've been willing to take. I thought you were ready to... James kissed me. It wasn't like our other two, two other kisses. I wasn't drunk, only wanting anything anyone had to offer. It was in the morning where he got me wrapped around his finger. This was like a declaration that he was ready and that I was his. Do you want in the car? He asked me again. No, but I would accept the offer to move in if that's still on the table. As I said, you can have anything you want. Could he get someone to move my stuff over here? I asked knowing it would be some servant's job, but I was tired and today had been very overwhelming. Yes, I'll get someone right on it. You seriously don't mind if I quit my job and focus on writing for a bit? I asked him. Of course not. You do what you love, and I know you don't like that job with the stocks. If writing is going to make you happy, you should devote your time to it. Silence fell over us before James spoke again. You know, Nick, 
I'm not sure if I loved her five years ago, I did. I loved our sneaking around and how I was not worthy of her at all. But it all seems foolish now. I don't love her, and she only loves my money. I can't blame her. I don't know why anyone else would come back here. You know, that's not true. I love you for so much more than money. You could be the poorest man on the side of the street, and I would love you all the same. I once had no time to react before his lips were on mine. It was such a pleasant feeling, one that I was certain I would never get used to, yet would always crave, despite never being able to describe it. You always had such a way with words. It must be why you are a fabulous author. You've never ever seen ever even seen a page I have written. Call it intuition, I suppose. Do you love me, James? You said so many charming things, but not once that you love me. Of course I do, Nick. Say it, please. It doesn't have to be wordy, just simply say it. I am absolutely in love with you, Nick Carraway. If I'm being honest, I want you on my bed. James, sorry. That was my transatlantic accent coming out. I have a Turner Classic Movies problem. Tired already, I smirked. No, I just want to F you against my bed. I don't want no! I just want to F you against my bed. I don't want you to be able to stand properly in the morning. Yay! We got there! Nobody is stopping you. I said, I kissed him. The way he deepened the kiss made me sure that this was what, that this is what I wanted. When I woke up the next morning sore, I was surprised that he still lay next to me. I wish I, I wish this was the end of our story. I wish I could tell you that we lived happily ever after. I wish I could tell the world that I brought him a ring, and even though we couldn't get married, we lived a lovely life just the same. That wouldn't be true, though. I can't force you to believe anything, after all. I'm simply a narrator. I am a narrator who was hopelessly in love with another man who I like to believe was in love with me. When he was shot, I had nothing left. I didn't have Jake Gatsby. I didn't even have James Gats. I had a writing, and I wrote his story. It was the only way I could keep him with me. Seeing the love of your life get shot is a hard thing to do. It's even worse when you know you can't save them and have to watch them die in your arms. Before he died, he claimed it wasn't my fault and that he loved me. I lived in his mansion alone. It is what I had left of him. I was courageous that day, and I was glad I had been, but if I hadn't, would I now have to deal with the pain of missing him? And that was all the things I could have done. And it's a few minor, my very minor grammar errors with some adverbs and obvious a kind of forgotten words and verb tenses. But like I said, this is actually the pretty This is the solid section because people actually read here. And yeah, so indefinite. There were a few plot holes. How did he not know Nick Nick's name when they were when they were ha you know having? Did he just call him Old Sport? <laughs> that would be a weird old timey old film right there. But <laughs> it's huh. And they do seem a bit overly dramatic at times. I think Nick is right when he said he was just exhausted from all this, you know, and just... They do seem a really little bit out of character, but you know what? They're gay. It's an alternate universe. They're dramatic. <laughs> this is not the... Honestly, some of the... 
Gay alternate universe pairings? Some of them have been the best. <laughs> the homosexuals can write, damn it. And yeah, so that... I'm not gonna say it's a four... Three points... I'll give it that. It's... It's a, it does seem to rush the plot on a bit and just to, at points, and it's, it's like it just mentions people to say, yes, this is a great Scatsby, and I don't know, it doesn't tie in that. But you know what? The central plot does progress pretty well, and honestly, and you, and you had to wait till the end to get to the hot, sexy action, so they didn't just jump right in with that. So, honestly, really good pacing on, on that area, miraculousness. And let's see what else they... Old sport! Old sport! Old sport! What? That was good. What, what, were they in love and doing stuff? Or That was kind of... That was the other one. And it sounds like they were, I'm guessing. Oh, and here is what... Else, Rackless Mess had... I'm sorry, I was distracted by old-timey homosexual adult films in my head for a second. <laughs> and they've written 75 stories for The Great Gatsby, Beauty and the Beast, Series of Unfortunate Events, Gravity Falls, Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir, and Scooby-Doo! <laughs> That's a broad repertoire, actually. And she is open to her, and they are open to her requests and ideas. And she and she has her favorite miraculous. They they have. I don't know why I'm writing. I just imagine all these all these people who like are women who get up to. Honestly, am I wrong? Are these people? Uh, if they if you are no woman, I'm sorry. I'm I. As a woman who knows there's there are women who Yeah. And there their specialty is miraculous ladybug, so if you're in a miraculous ladybug, I'd say that definite Oh, but they have written for some Oh, they do like reading Harry Hunger Games, Sophia the First, Her so Okay. Harry Potter and just yeah. Oh, she, they, they are. I'm psychic. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and just, yeah, and they have a few interesting, oh, they're a Slytherin, too. And they're a Taurus, and you get to guess the range between 9 and 99. You can also guess my age between 9 and 99, just. If you, you could say 99, because I don't know, am I 99? I read my Zodiac, and apparently I age very well. <laughs> I am going to be a sexy corpse. <laughs> no one's going to want to eat me on that cruise that went wrong. <laughs> Their latest... <laughs> You're too hot to be food sexy. <laughs> We're going to stuff you. I wouldn't mind. That would be fine. Would be a fun sexy. Ah, <laughs> oh, gosh. Or, or you could just feed me like the, the Vietnam veterans of feral cats. Those are the only two options you have. <laughs> 
And their latest stuff is a mir Miraculous Ladybug, which I have never seen, but apparently it's popular. I've seen, you know, some cosplays, you know, and and for once they weren't Harley Quinn, so you gotta get... You can't believe that. Let people do what they want. I think we should let people do what they want, but they can also do something different. <laughs> You know what? I've already said things on the show that'll get me canceled, so whatever. <laughs> sexy corpse, I'm a sexy corpse. And yeah, so if you like Miraculous Ladybug and occasional books, go read Miraculous Mess, and I will leave the description to this story. And so if you want to read it, it will be in the link in the description. And yeah, so that was that was Wide World of <laughs> Fiction. Thank you for listening. I'm going to be a sexy corpse. <laughs> and thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. Oh, and also, we are currently, well, we, whatever, we, I, whatever, my star, whatever, my, my star sign, which is a mystery. I am looking for March and for March fan fiction, because obviously that's a weird theme time. So Easter, spring, but it's also Death History Month. So anything involving like deafness somehow, that actually would be inter. There are some deaf characters, and I don't know if I did post that Helen Keller prompt as a joke. But if you seriously did the would do the Mad Max, that would kill. I would read that. How many people would you offend? <laughs> She's siding with her chainsaw hands. <laughs> She's going to kill that sexy corpse. That corpse deserves it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Also, you can submit any other bit. Just, you, want, you can even just submit any kind of fan fiction to me and I'll read it. And also, if you want to give me money to be a sponsor. Hell yeah, I like money. I we can start doing the adult only podcast, which I do have scripts for because I am a pervert. And yeah, so that was the show and the stuff I just remembered I was supposed to say at the end. And thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.